How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to the big show. Mike Max Sports to the Max. Who else could put together a lineup like this? Governor Walls, Trent Tucker, Manny Lagos, and now Al Newman. I can. <clears throat> Batting cleanup. Number 26, Al Newman on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. See, I, it, Lumi, I'm lucky. I produce all my own shows, too, so I book all my guests, and that means I get people that I want to talk to. And I, I, I love talking baseball with Numi. How are you? Great, great, great. Thanks for calling me today, Mike. You caught me in the middle of uh, Little League practice. Yeah, explain what you were doing when I called you. Well, a friend of mine, Chad Allen and uh, Rhonda Yule, uh, we're interested in getting T-ball started here in St. Joseph, Minnesota. So we put it together, and through Park and Rec, we've got 80 kids Monday and Tuesday nights, and we got T-ball and then coach pitch. Oh, yeah, the old coach. You know, though, Numi, I, w- I was watching recently all the T-work that Justin Morneau and Joe Mauer did throughout their career, probably you two and probably lots of people. Explain, you know, obviously T-ball is where we start them because we all we all went through that and, 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 and you, you know, you don't have to swing and miss a pitch and all those things. But, but explain why T-work is so important even at the major league level. What, what is it that that does to you fundamentally uh, that, that, that creates a skill set that, that, that can help you in hitting when it seems like it's so simple? Well, that's why the kids don't like it because they think it's not testing them. But yeah. what it does, Mike, more than anything else, it creates balance in the swing. Uh, you keep your head still because that ball's not moving. And, and most importantly, it creates the most natural swing that you possibly could have because the ball's not moving. So it learns you, you know, a swing plane, a uh, level swing, keeping your head still. And if you don't, you find immediately that you're not going to hit the baseball. So if you can't hit a ball that's not moving, Mike, uh, you're in trouble. At what point in time in your life did you go, you know what, I might be able to play this game for money? Were you in junior high, high school? When did it hit you? Well, uh, in all honesty, it was when I went to San Diego State and I played with uh, the great Tony Gwynn. Yep. Uh, he was a he was a college teammate. Bud Black was on my team. Mark Langston. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, 
uh, Mark Grace was there. But Did you guys ever lose a game? <laughs> we lost a few games, but, uh, you know, I was getting ready to say Mark Grace redshirted, and then he left because an umpire by the name of Kerwin Dantley, who had about a 20-year career as a major league umpire, was our first baseman. So that's when I, I sort of knew that, you know, there was always scouts in the stands, mostly to see Tony. So as a sidebar, I was able to expose myself to the scouts and get drafted number one by the Expos. Okay, so 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 you know, you mentioned Tony Gwynn, the late great Tony Gwynn, and now we're hearing these comparisons between Luis Arise and his swing. And they mentioned Rod Crew, but they also mentioned Tony Gwynn. Do you see similarities? Well, I, I will say this: yes, most definitely. Short, compact swing, very confident to hit with two strikes, and, and most importantly for me is that you know what the pitchers when he walks up to the plate knows that they've got to not only throw quality strikes, but they're not going to strike him out. You know, he's not a strikeout guy. And uh, when you put the ball in play, good things happen. Can, is that easily teachable? You don't see that many guys. It's almost a throwback when you, when you watch him hit. Uh, is that a hard thing to teach, or is that most guys want to hit home runs and, and they can't be content doing that? Well, Mike, I, uh, if you want my opinion based on a lot of years of experience, I just think it's too hard for guys to learn their strike zone. So in essence, they just want to hit the pitches that they want to hit. So therefore they're ready to swing and miss because there is a cat and mouse game going on. And, and it all starts with knowing the strike zone. And I think uh, in today's game, and I'm not knocking their athletic ability because they're probably more athletic than we were back when we played. But the discipline part of the strike zone is where the differential lies. So there, the basic theory for, for most hitters, you're saying, and the difference between Arise and, and Gwynn and these others, is they're saying, you know what, uh, I, I'm not going to screw around with this nibbling on the corner. I'm just going to guess and swing hard. And I got three shots at it, and I'll take my chances. Little did we know back in the day when Glavin and those guys did that commercial Maddox and Smoke. Yep. The chicks dig Chicks the long ball. ball. Little, did we know, little did we know years later that it would be the most prevalent factor of the game of baseball. The other piece to it, though, Al, and, and one of the reasons I've got you on tonight that, that I appreciate so much, is, and, and I, I cited this before, this spring I was talking to Rod Carew. We were sitting down in spring training, and we were talking about you know the, the, the new Major League Baseball. You know, swing hard, swing from your heels, and hope you hit home runs. Um, obviously, that's changed this year because they, they put him in the, the uh, humidor for longer and guys humidor. aren't hitting home runs like they thought they would. But he made a point that I thought w- w- was so poignant. He said, if we if we continue down this path, the small guys aren't going to keep playing baseball. The kid that's five six and he's in the sophomore in high school is going to quit playing because he's good. the only few, the only path he can see involves being six three and two hundred and twenty pounds. And there should be room in the game for more people than, than the tight end linebacker type. And I hadn't thought of it that way, but that is important in the big picture. Yeah, and then when you get to the playoffs, Mike, uh, you got to move a runner over. You want a guy to mm-hmm. move and take a base with the ball in the dirt. You want a guy that can bunt, and it's too late then because you haven't done any of that throughout the course of the summer. So Rod is exactly right. Um, you know, the smaller guys, they don't steal bases anymore. The teams don't hit and run anymore. And I'm not saying the game's not fun, but it is difficult to watch in situations 
it could be a one-run game, and guys don't sacrifice that bat to move a runner over or to drive them in. Al Newman is our guest. Twins playing Seattle shortly here. Joe Ryan back from rehab. We'll get the start for the Minnesota Twins. We're talking all things baseball. Um, when because you look around, I mean, I mean, Rise is the only guy under six feet, I think, on that entire uh, team of position players that I can think of. So, so that kind of tells the story. Uh, they're, they're playing Seattle tonight. And and when I think of Seattle, I think of the Kingdom, and I'm sure you do too. Uh, you played a lot of games there, but I was talking about this earlier. Yes, sir. What was it like when you went into the Kingdom and Randy Johnson was the opposing pitcher? It wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good. I, you know, I recall a game uh, in the Kingdom. Uh, we were playing, and, and and Randy Johnson hit Gene Larkin on a three zero pitch, with nowhere near the strike zone. And at that time, you, you thought, okay, maybe it was intentional, you know. Yep. Uh, but it wasn't. He was trying as hard as he could, but he was one of the harder throwers in the game at that time. Uh, you know, had gotten traded over from Montreal to Seattle uh, for Mark Langston. And he just had to find his way, and it took a conversation. And I was there in 1992 when Nolan Ryan went down there and watched him throw a bullpen. I was there, and it was one of this the... Is a, for people that don't know, this is a famous conversation that Nolan Ryan had with Randy Johnson about where he lands, right? Yes. And from that point on, it changed his career. It created a Hall of Fame left-handed pitcher that was 6'11", in Randy Johnson. He was the most dominant guy for the next eight, nine years. Okay, so, so I, 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 I want to get into that a little bit because... Troy Hawkins said one time, Ken Griffey Jr. hit a home run on him. And after the game, he sought him out and he said, why did you throw me that when you had me in this in this count? Why, why did you, you had me? Right. And, 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 and as I listened to that, I thought, why would you ever give a person an edge or give them any insight in, you know, a way to get you out? Do, do, do lots of rivals exchange information at baseball? Is there a code there where, where it's okay to help guys that play your same position? How does that work? Well, I will say this. Rarely, if ever, does a position player talk with a pitcher yep. unless he has the utmost respect for that guy, knowing that he's better than his performances. You know, in that case, that's just guys on a certain level trying to help another guy. You know, throughout my career, I didn't have a whole bunch of pitchers that were my friends, maybe my teammates, but there was always that chance that you may face them. And, and so, like you're saying, you don't want to give them too much information but when a guy has the talent and you know he does, if you can have a, a, a conversation that gets him over the hump for the good of the game, then, yes, you do talk with that person. Now, now let's say that Al Newman's not in the starting lineup that night, and you're watching, and you may play late innings. You don't know. Utility player. What new? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it happened. But, I mean, if you're in the big leagues, yeah, you've you, you already yeah. done good, as they say. What are you watching yeah. for in the first six or seven innings of a game when you're not sure if you're, you're going to enter it or not? What do you study? Well, you're watching the momentum, obviously. Uh, you're, you know, if this was way before pitch count. It wasn't predicated wasn't predicated on pitch count, whether a manager was going to take a guy out. You watch more for sequential order, just like Griffey uh, told LaTroy Hawkins. You know, the way you were pitching me, you were supposed to be able to get me out with this pitch. And as a hitter, that's what you're looking at. You know, the same used to be the first couple pitches of an at-bat, the pitcher's telling you how he's trying to get you out, what his go-to pitch will be uh, with two strikes. And so that's what Griffey was kind of saying to Latroy. 
hey, don't follow a script. Read my, my swing plane, read my stride. There's a lot of stuff that goes in to getting guys out, and today you don't see that too much because guys just have big swings. Mike, it used to be so important. Uh, you used to have to walk uh, 10%, 15% of your at-bats should have been base on balls, and your walk, walk out, excuse me, your strikeout percentage was 15%. Those numbers are way skewed now. It's more like 8%, 5% walk, and 20 to 30% strikeout. So uh, the strike zone for hitters, there really isn't any, even though that box is there every night, because guys are free swinging. You coach in the Northwoods League. You mentioned you work with T-Ballers tonight. Do you see this being uh, a trickle-down thing? Do you see younger players saying, hey, Al, don't, don't – I, I can see. You're not going to fool me. i got to hit the ball out of the ballpark. i got to hit it hard, so I'm going to put all my effort into that. Do you, do you see that trickle-down effect? Mike, in all honesty, the catchers are catching like the big league kids with one knee on the ground. It's not good. Hitters yep. are just swinging for the downs. Uh, and, it, and it's hard to change those habits, first of all, because of the practice. Uh, first of all, excuse me, Mike, for that. I'm timing it. Uh, we got the sprinklers going, so I've I'm, I'm got the timer going. <laughs> Anybody that's spent a lot of time around a baseball park, maybe that doesn't resonate with you. But everybody that's been time around a baseball park knows what that means. All of a sudden, you forgot, and the sprinkler system just went off. Yes, 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 sir. But, uh, you know, the, the guys, uh, uh, they, you know, the hitters, the young hitters, I coach four teams with my buddy Chad Allen, and, you know, we see the catchers catching like the big leaders, but we try to explain to them, you're not ready to do that now. So some of the things, the launch angle things, when back in the day you taught a kid to drive through the ball, you know, and stay down through the ball, now they want to dip the back shoulder and hit fly balls. Well, back in the day, Everybody would say, I just missed that. You know, uh, yep. you just missed it. And you call it a can of corn. Yep. And, and, and that's what we're trying to break these kids up. But you know what? I love the game of baseball. I love the Minnesota Twins. And we've got a team that's very competitive. And it's just fun to watch. Yeah, it, I mean, isn't it fun to see that, that, you know, I mean, everybody wants to see Bucks and Correa play, et cetera. But even when they don't, they can still win. W- what do you attribute that to? Well, I, I just think that we have enough competitive athletes on our team. You know, I, I've been hearing this catchphrase, ABC, Arise, Buxton, and Correa at the top of the order. And, and at the beginning of the year, I said to all my friends, up the middle, we're very, very strong, which is going to improve our pitching staff and give us a chance to be competitive. And that's what happens through Rocco Baldelli and his coaching staff, getting these guys to just try to do the things that are necessary to win. Now, now, did you ever, when you were playing with Dan Gladden, did you say, hey, man, you're batting leadoff. You need to go deep into a count here and give me a good look at the pitcher. Or would he not hear of that? No, he would hear it. You know, Tom Kelly was, was the manager that forced us to be cognizant of the count and situations in the game. You know, uh, back when base stealing was prevalent, you know, if I was the number nine hitter and I got on base, who could, I could steal. Danny was the leadoff guy. He might take the first strike, and if it was first pitch, and if it was a ball, he might take the next one because I had the green light to take off unless Tom Kelly wiped it off and said I couldn't run. So that part of the game is what I think the fans miss. 
Mm-hmm. Because even though I'm running, Danny knows there's going to be a hole open, so therefore he can put the ball in play, and I can go first to third. That you know, you just said it. I'll let you go, but but if you really want to enjoy baseball, get to know baseball, right? Because you'll understand how much goes into every pitch. I mean, I, I always think I understand it, and then I'll hear Tom Kelly or Al Newman talk about it, and it's like six more layers. But if you want to enjoy the game, really learn the game, and you'll understand how how, how fascinating it is. Yes, sir. That's for sure, and I couldn't have learned from a better guy. You know, Bob Gebhardt, yep. Tom Kelly. Gebby was with you, you in know, Montreal, too, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Yep. He was in Montreal. But, you know, the fundamentals of the game never changes. And at, at 14s, which I'm coaching now, uh, that's what you have to do. Teach the fundamentals of the game, and you got a chance to win. And then encourage, encourage, and encourage, because baseball will discourage them enough, right? Yes, sir. That's exactly what I tell them. It's <laughs> yeah. a game of failure, so when you have success, put a smile on your face. Yeah, because it, it may not come for a while and you don't know. Hey, Numi, great conversation and great to visit Thanks, with buddy. you, my friend. All right. Love you, Maxie. You too, buddy. Al Newman, nice enough to join us on News Talk 830 WCCO. What a fun baseball conversation that was. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.